Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 51 of There's No Place Say Tara, a Stargate First Rot Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season three, episode seven, Dead Man Switch, or as I'm calling it, my backpack's got jets, because this is my generic Boba Fett. <laughs> See, and my AK was, was Dead Man Switch, AKA Flash. A nice. <laughs> That is another really good one. <laughs> I was really, really hoping that would happen. In fact, I was like, I should listen to a little bit of Queen on the way in just so that I can be prepared. But guys, guys, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I was unprepared. <laughs> uh, so this episode first aired on August 6th, 1999. It was written by Robert C. Cooper uh, and it was directed by Martin Wood. Um, so not not new people. Yeah. Um, and you know, J- Sam J. Jones plays Eris Bosch. You know, it's the Flash guys. Yeah. Well, not the Flash. I should say Flash Gordon. It's Flash Gordon. Uh, yeah. Actually, the Flash is someone totally different. A fun little story. I was redoing my rewatch, uh, and, and walked into the kitchen, and uh, I tell boyfriend Jesse, I was like, you know, Flash Gordon's in Stargate. He goes, no, he's not. <laughs> Immediate. No, he's not. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he is. And he goes, no, he's not. And I was like, yeah, he's on the TV right now. <laughs> I've never had to convince someone harder <laughs> that Flash Gordon was on Stargate. Yes. But anyway, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it's fun. He's got that, you know, that classic 70s face. He's yeah. just that face. Well, he looks, he's just like, he's. he looks like a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that Dolph Lundgren he also, thing. Yeah, he's the hair. It's yeah. like the, the 80s bad guy hair. Yeah. Oh, he's totally going to, yeah, put him in a body bag. Any yeah. minute now. <laughs> um, put or him in a body bag. More recently, you may know him as essentially him reliving his Flash Gordon years cameos in Ted and Ted 2. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yes. he he pl- He's a cameo as himself, but like stuck in Flash Gordon That's mode. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I do it. You know how in... Um, kind of like Shatner. Well, Shatner, <laughs> I was going to say in... in uh, um, never mind, I can't remember the story. That's okay. We'll come back to this. Yeah, yeah. We'll circle back, we promise. Yeah. Life, uh, life is cyclical, guys. It is. It was a story that I had in my head, but it was only half prepared in my head. It wasn't oh. fully prepared for podcasts. So I, instead of me blanking on prepared all the names. for podcasts. That's a good fan name. <laughs> instead of me blanking on all the names of the story, yeah. I'm just going to skip past it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, better I'm for everyone. I'm just going to say that uh, you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Mark Holden plays uh, uh, Cora. Oh, okay. As we end up learning his name is. Um, he's been a whole bunch of things recently, like Infiltrator with Brian Cranston, and yeah. he was in Captain Phillips, um, but also in like Andromeda and X Files, and yes, Twilight Zone. Bunch of fun things. Yeah. Dig it. Uh, he's just, you know, been around the block. So, mm-hmm. into the episode. It's a nice little self contained 
yeah. episode here. Um, well, it's the Flash Gordon episode. It's the Flash Gordon episode. <laughs> so they're walking on a planet that, again, strangely looks like the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and the team is looking It's kind of great. I hope every planet everywhere looks like the Pacific Northwest. You know what? It's, it's a good... It's a good... Uh, if you're going to look like anything, yeah. I will take that. Yeah. Uh, high, high, high percentage points that if you <laughs> guess that the planet on Stargate looks like uh, the Pacific Northwest... You're going to be mostly correct. Yeah. Guess what, <laughs> um, guys? You're right. <laughs> they're looking for a UVA, UAV that went down. They're like, maybe it went down from the gold. Maybe it didn't. Mm, anything's always up for something. I think, like, gold did it is kind of like the default. Like, yeah. that's just what you go to. If something strange happened, the gold, gold did, did it. it. Yeah. Uh, eventually, they do find it, and it will not be flying again anytime soon. It does look like it was hit by a staff blast, and Daniel's trying to figure that out when his nose meets a red force field. Yeah, field. I love I love Daniel's reaction. You're up. There it is. I, I found it. I found something. I, I did it. It's, it's like, yeah, I just, I realized, it's kind of like in the kitchen if you do something yeah. stupid, you're like, no, I did that. And I, let's not yeah. make a big deal about it. I mean, I'm in a lot of pain right now. It happened to move on. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep going. Uh, Sam and Kip finds it near her, too. No, near, uh, Sam found it near her as well, so naturally Jack tries to shoot it. Right, because that's what Jack does. It's Jack. Um, but uh, around a tree nearby comes an imposing sci-fi looking character yeah. <laughs> and uh, tells him that their weapons won't penetrate the shield but his will uh, here is he is Eris Bosch uh, heard of him nope crickets nope. never crickets <laughs> disappointing because he's one of the galaxy's best bounty hunters but he knows them Captain Samantha Carter will correct him later Dr. Daniel Jackson the Chaffa trader Teal'c and Colonel Jack O'Neill and yay, they're, they're yeah, famous. Hey, we, they know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> Our reputation precedes us. Which makes sense. They've, you know, caused a lot of shit around the galaxy. At this point, yeah, it's like these, you know, random, um, t- uh, what is it, Tari? Tari. It is random yeah. Tari just mucking shit up all yep. over the place. Yeah. yeah. And we go to credits there. Um, we come back just moments later, and Jack tries throwing his knife at Eris, um, but, you know, he just laughs as it hits a shield because Jack <laughs> must have been thinking about those gold personal shields. That's not what these are, guys. No, this is a difference. These are different. So, these are yeah, we, we get the idea that this guy's he's kind of the jack of people. Like, yeah. he's a little bit snarky. A little bit? Well, just tiny, tiny bit snarky. Yeah. He's kind of lived on the street, so to speak. He's got <laughs> kind of in the right boat. I, I think we, we got a good match. Oh, no, him and Jack are very it's good a match. for each yeah. other. <laughs> and Jack, I love how just, like, Jack is just having none of this. The entire episode, he's like, just, dude... Really? It's, you know, it's that thing that they say, if you meet someone that's a lot like you, you're more than likely not going to like them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of where Jack is, he's like, who is this dude with his snark and his, like, rugged looks and, like, his bullshit? It's like, he's you. He's you. Remember that time that he's you? Right. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> so, again, he's like, drop your weapons or I'll kill someone. And reluctantly, the team does. And Eris yeah. also warns them that if they plan on escaping, he's disabled the DHD, so you can't can't get off the planet anyway. Yeah. So uh, they're walking down a, a steep sort of hill path to a clearing, and Eris tells him to stop, drop all their gear, and get inside. 
because there's an invisible door that mm-hmm. opens when Era says Baroque no. I was really hoping that he wouldn't stop them and maybe Daniel would just run into something again. <laughs> yeah. I like the Daniel physical comedy. It's just the running at. theme throughout yeah, the episode. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, like, oh, just smack into this invisible thing. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> uh, there's a gold ship that they can see inside the door. Uh, it's an older gold transport ship. Teal'c's never seen with a cloaking device, though. That's an upgrade. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this is a Teltac. Uh, it just hasn't been named in this episode, oh, but it's a cool. Teltac. Okay. Um, I like that. Um, like, is an apostrophe part of the gold language? Probably. Like, is it part of their alphabet? You know what I mean? Well, it makes sense because, I mean, there's there's languages here on Earth that there's, like, clicks and whistles That's as true. part yeah, of it. Yeah, so I it's feel just, like it's, an, you know, it's like the Eye or the Enya in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, exactly. It's just an added part of the alphabet. Yeah, exactly. A, B, C, D, apostrophe. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they're led back into the back you know, storage cargo room and locked in there. And Sam's, you know, sure he's not a ghoul, mm-hmm. and but so therefore, point being, who Nothing. cares? Yeah. Uh, and they hear Eris leave the ship, so they start to go about figuring out how to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like the ship can go twice the speed of light. And Sam's put a damper on that because they'd still be ten years away from flying home at that speed. Yeah. And Jack's probably should let the dog out. That dog that Jack totally has. Um, and yeah, uh, Sam did that math really quickly. Yeah. Uh, because the number she spouted out is correct. The speed <laughs> of light is 186,282 miles per second. So I feel like she at that doubled point, that and was correct. Yeah, Jack at that point was just like, this is awkward. I just tried to math it like the math genius. Uh, <laughs> say something funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Or as more people, you know, don't use miles, mm-hmm. but it's 299,792 kilometers per second. Jeez. It's the universal constant. I don't really have a science wouldn't it be episode, nice so. if they were round numbers like light? Why can't you just travel at three hundred thousand kilometers? Well, maybe we just need to modify our measurements <laughs> and so we can conform to the cosmic no, no, universal constant. No, no, universe, conform to us. <laughs> uh, it's usually written as C in math. Um, okay, as in the infamous E equals M C squared. Oh, I know that. Yeah, it means energy. The energy of something is equivalent to the mass of it times the speed of light squared. Holy farts. Which basically means a really tiny small amount of matter would have a huge amount of energy because okay. the speed of light is so huge. It's and then you square energy. it and make it even huger and then so, multiply that by a mass. So energy huge. is abundant is yes. ultimately what this equation tells yes. us. Exactly. I'm for this. Oh, I've never thought of it that way. It's a brand new way to look at E equals MC squared. For yeah, me. so if you see C, like a C in any sort of math thing, uh-huh. that's the speed of light. I'm just going to start yelling that out now because I'm the worst at math. Yep. If I have any math classes, I'm, that is the one thing I'm going to bring to the I'm table. I'm pretty horrible at math is too. <laughs> math is. Math is are hard. See, we can't even pronounce the word right, guys. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> impressed. I had to say the numbers really slowly because I transpose them. Oh, So I yeah. had to say them really slowly to make sure I got the numbers in the the correct That's order. why you just round up 300k, guys. 300kk. 300kk <laughs> kilometers. Um, I'm not giving up on this. Well, usually they do it in meters per second, and then it's an exponential. Uh, that makes sense. It's it's they do actually round it like in a lot of math. It's just uh, 
three <laughs> times ten to the whatever number. Yeah, gotcha. I'm blanking on that I number. Think it's, it might and be, I'm not going to do the maths to figure it out, guys. We're not going to math it, yeah. But you feel free to math at us. Yeah. Because I'll be very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. I may not know what you did. You could math at us and make something up and be completely <laughs> wrong. And I'd still be like, that is impressive. <laughs> I can at least... An attempt was made. <laughs> I, like, I, I get about math well <laughs> the problem is is that I can't do the math because I will just fuck it up. Oh, gotcha. It's yeah. just the math gets fucked up in my hands. Like, I think if you lay it out in front of me and it becomes a puzzle, then I can do that. Yeah, no, I... I like, I'm if I sit down and concentrate, I can do math. I, uh-huh. Like, math's not a foreign thing. I'm not, like, scared away by math. The problem is, is that I will transpose numbers in the middle of a large equation and then and not realize it, that I've yeah. transposed those numbers. Yeah, it's kind of like the equivalent of, like, when you're saving a big project, you just have to go through and be like, okay, check it now. Yeah. Okay, check it now. Yeah, yeah, Okay, how about now? <laughs> still work now? Okay, good, we're getting there. <laughs> Yikes. So, um, but outside in the forest, we do see that Eris is injured somehow. I'm assuming by them. We don't really see how he's injured. He just randomly got injured. I think yeah. it was just a chance to show us that no, his blood I think is a weird color. You realize later, I think he was actually injured by um, by Keltar slash Korra's. Oh, uh, that the makes Tars. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's how he was, it was hurt. So he's yeah. actually hurt when he meets us. I thought Chihuahua. it was just a vehicle to for us to see, that like, too. hey, look at my blood. It's that weird. Too. That too. Yeah. That too. <laughs> um, so back in the ship, they hear the outside door opening again, uh, and Teal heads up to stand next to the door uh, to try something. But Eris is not going to be surprised by that. He's like, "No, don't, don't try that. Get don't, back. That's not a thing. Get back in the room." And Teal is super happy about all of yeah, this situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's loving every part of this. Uh, um, episode. And he, Eris, finally takes his helmet off for the first time, revealing the bad guy '80s hair. And I feel like we should have heard Queen in the background, oh, like just like faint sounds of the uh, flat. Yeah. <laughs> How amazing would that have been? Greatest oh. bounty hunter! Oh, that would have been the coolest thing ever. Um, uh, now I want like a mashup of that with MC Chris's uh, Boba Fett song. I forget. Fett's Vet is what it's actually called. Which now I will not sing for you guys. Maybe later. Um, and he asked uh, Dr. Jackson if he can treat his wounds. Um, no archaeologist he's like but also doctor of archaeology yeah that's no don't no no get away uh and then he's like fine captain she's like actually it's major and he's like great i'll inform the galaxy get the fuck over here <laughs> and help me i can't reach this on my own and besides i need to point a gun at you it's just not gonna work yeah um this guy's a bit of an asshole do a thing noticed. yeah he's a uh, kind of a jerk um but also, he's a bounty hunter, and it's not like the team is happy to be captured. Right. Like, these two parties are not going to get along no, because of who they are. No, he was a nice... One, I don't know that you get into bounty hunting if because you're a really nice person. No, I think there's no. going to be some sort of hide, like yeah. thick hide, yeah, something yeah, yeah. a little crass. Look, Dog the Bounty Hunter is pretty cool, <laughs> but I don't know that nice and gentle is what I would use to describe him. He's... He's um, he's made out of beef jerky. <laughs> I have never seen. Oh my goodness! Nope. Yeah, he's got the greatest. If you, yeah, he's got the best. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a mullet, but it's not. Oh, I've seen pictures took, of him. If you took Mr. T and Hulk Hogan <laughs> and then added a lot of jewelry, 
More than Mr. T has? Oh, oh, so much jewelry. Okay. Then, then I think you would get Dog the Bounty Hunter. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Okay, okay. let's move forward. Um, <laughs> and Jack sort of, like, nods and is like, fine, just just go help him out. Uh, and she, she pokes at his bright yellow neon blood. Which I love. <laughs> just pokes it. <laughs> He's like, this is weird. Guys, come touch this. This looks like Gak. Do you guys know Gak? It does look like yeah. Gak. <laughs> well, um, I feel like she takes a moment, you know, like that stuff on Nickelodeon, and she's explaining Gak to yeah. them. For some reason, yeah, Sam yeah. knows Gak. Well, it's an 80s color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the 80s villain. Just to so keep along out. with the theme. Yeah. yeah. Dig it. Um, so Jack asks who shot him, and Ares warns, like, don't, I see you getting up. Don't come closer to me. And uh, he's like, capturing them was unintentional. He's really here to catch a ghoul. Mm. A ghoul named Keltar. Mm-hmm. And Dana's like, haven't heard of him. A ghoul and Aeris is like, like, well, contrary to your fucking belief system, you're yeah. not the center of the goddamn galaxy. Yeah. And Teal's like, I haven't heard of him either. Yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> Well, bad. then your face. Your yeah. face. Yeah. Um, he's he's like, got a little bit of resentment towards these yeah. uh, earthlings. Oh, yeah, seems. he does. Just a little bit. And yeah. I was just like, look, all I know is Sokar wants him for plotting against him. And, like, I don't work for Sokar and more of a self-employed, independent contractor, rogue type Jack thinks. <laughs> um, and Daniel, curiously enough, piques his curiosity of how much are we worth? <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's like, what the fuck? Well, what's your fucking problem, Daniel? Um, and this is a very cuss-worthy episode of us. We are earning our explicit tax. Oh, for yeah. Reason. Sorry, guys. I'm tired. The cusses come. They come. I've drank a lot of coffee. <laughs> um, but uh, Teal's worth the most. Because he's, you know, the yeah. traitor. Uh, and Sam is next up just because he has the memories of the Tok'ra. Mm-hmm. Jack is just a plane in the Mitka. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, neck? And Tilk's just, no. No. Okay, Mitka, that's a new word? No. No. That feels a little... Uh... It's like the best Tilk delivery for a while. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and Daniel's maybe a day's worth of rations. Yeah. And at that point, I can't stop of thinking of, uh, what is it, Unkar Plot? Was that yeah. his name? Unkar Plot, yeah. Uh, yeah. Quarter days rations. <laughs> yeah. Daniel's not even worth his nowhere near as much as BB-8. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Clearly but BB-8 that's appropriate. Yeah. a lot more. Well, BB-8 was worth a lot more of the quarter day rations. That that's was true. Yeah, that, that was beforehand. Yeah. was the quarter day rations. That's very fair. BB-8 was worth an entire pile of rations. Uh, all of the rations, yeah. You, Way it would more be like. Thirty Daniels equals exactly. the BBA. Exactly. Yeah, I'm for that. <laughs> um, but Ares has a deal: help him capture the Gould, and he'll let them go because the Gould's worth twice as much as the whole team put together. Um, and Ares at this point is going to take whatever help he can get because he's injured. I don't have time to let this heal. I need to get Keltar before Sokar can mm. get. Because you know, I want money, and he's not going to give me money if he gets him first. That's fair. Um, He's like, look, and you can trust me because my word's good on over 2,000 planets. Huh. And Jack's like, there's billions of planets. Yes, that's though. not actually that's a lot not of planets. A large percentage. Yeah. You say that like it's a big number. <laughs> <laughs> a billion's a big number, yeah. not 2,000. That's so, not even a half of a. And then Eris does this Diddy song thing. He's like, yeah. I hate Gould. You hate him. Everybody, Everybody hates, hates Gould. Gould. It was a little bit like. That was almost my AKA. Everybody hates gold. Like I think he was watching Barney randomly like, on some intergalactic channel. Strange beat, and yet I kind of love it. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty appropriate, and I feel like this has to be something that was born out of the actor. Yeah, he like this is something he was able to put together. Um, so <laughs> Jack's like, okay, 
will agree. And he's like, fine, Jack and Danny with me, Sam and Tilk stay here. No arguing. There's no options. You don't get to negotiate in this. Um, so Jack and Daniel and Eris go out to the woods. We have some weird jaunty travel music. (laughs) (laughs) This was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, look, you trust me. I trust you. He puts his gun away and he squirts some blue food coloring into his water bottle. Yeah. Notice that. He's, uh, he's, um, you know, he's doping. He's doping. He's basically doping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure out what it compares to best. If it's, like, doping or if it's, like, the guys that get really into building, like, a uh, my younger brother is really big into like all those like max fitness type yeah. random. I'm I can't just drink plain water. There must be things in it. Well, he's that guy. <laughs> at this point, you're going on those lines. It's at the end of the episode you realize it's like, yeah, oh yeah. no, he's just yeah. you know feeding it with. <laughs> yep, he's drugs. just a dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a better. It's a better. It's another sci-fi reference as to what it seems oh. more like when we get to it. Okay. You're not going to understand it. I have my own Star that Trek. I came up with. Okay, good. So it'll it's be probably fun. more accessible, too. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, okay. how we, Jack's like, how are we going to capture Kevlar? He's like, <laughs> well, you know, Jack and Daniel are going to surrender to Keltar. And, you know, if he's in the mood to shoot first and take prisoners later, then too bad. It's your problem. (laughs) Great plan. Hey, that works. Jack wants to know how he's the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy. And yet he's, you know, he's not like getting the gould and then SG-1 and turning them all in at once. He can't be that great. And he's like, I just want to see the great Jack O'Neill in action. I really wish he had... Jets on his backpack. I know. I know. Because then he, he has the one keep, little stick up thing. Because then he could of... just keep saying, Well, my backpack's got jets. Yeah. That's it. In reality, all over, that's all you need to be a good bounty hunter. Eris is just like, I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> so, therefore, I'm the greatest. Yeah. He's like, If I can get a gould and not have to risk my own neck, that's a compromise. It's, that's true. That's actually a really smart thing on his end. Yeah. It's no, a very it's survival a good, oriented. It's a it's a kind of thinking that I would imagine Jack would subscribe to as yeah. well. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm good because I'm still here. Yeah. The end. <laughs> it's the only proof I need. To be fair, there's morals would probably get into Jack's yeah. rationale well, as well. just the idea that they're not the kind of guys that need awards. Yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah. accolades. It's like, now nah, I'm still around. He doesn't need the medal ceremony at the exactly. end of Star Wars. Yes. Exactly. He's, he's Chewbacca who doesn't need the battle. He's like, get me out of here. Chewbacca's I'm, too cool to I'm need your furry. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> give Chewbacca a goddamn metal. Um, so, <laughs> Eris will give him a Zack gun. He's, he kind of likes the fact that to drop the Nicotel part. Yeah. To save effort. Uh, and he's trusting that Jack won't shoot him. Yeah. Basically, as soon as he oh, says totally. that, Jack just shoots yeah. him. Yeah. I'm not gonna shoot you exactly right this second. No, right I'm, I'm going I'm to uh-huh. shoot you Except this Except when I'm not, second. that's totally what I'm doing. Uh, and and he's like, Dana's like, the DHD's disabled. Jack's like, we'll just fly to another planet as a working <laughs> one. Dana's, that's good thinking. Yeah. It's like, it happens. It seems so simple. It yeah. happens. <laughs> And Daniel takes Eris's weapon, and uh, as soon as they, the camera just stays on Eris, and you know that he's going to open his eyes, and he does with a smirk, because that was way too easy. I'm waiting for him to just wink at the camera, yeah. too. Like, give us a thumbs up. He nod. essentially just winked at the yeah, camera. That's yeah. basically what happened. It's like, oh gosh, flash Gordon. Stop flashing Gordon at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and once Daniel and Jack are at the clearing, um, they don't remember how to open the door, and it's a great scene. <laughs> Alden Bark, Bark a Beetlejuice. I love the Beetlejuice part because now I wonder. I wonder if RDA 
uh, auditioned for the Michael Keaton role. Because he would have been great there. He would have been good. I would have watched that. That would have been good. RDA as Beetlejuice. That would have been guys. like a different swing on that, that film. Been so. a whole nother movie. That would have been great. <laughs> but now I'm making it happen in my brain. I know. No, <laughs> I'm like I closing just, my eyes. I just want to do like like a crossover artwork piece. Of oh yeah. RDA. <laughs> Beetlejuice. I did it. Um, but eventually they snark at each other long enough that the linguist in the group remembers it's Barokna. Yeah. And I love I love the back and forth where it's like, well, I don't know what it was. It's like, well, you're the linguist. It's like, so what? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know all the words just because I study words. I don't know every word ever. And Jack could be like, oh, why not? Yeah, that's but that's your job. That's what you That's do. why you're here. Why are you even here? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so once inside, they realize that there's a million combinations they could have to go through and try to open this door. And I'm sure there's like a number lock on there. So if you try it four right. times, the door's never going to open again. It's like again. your iPhone, guys. Exactly. Don't do it. <laughs> and then Jack is looking for the main steering console and just to find a little light up doohickey that's counting down, which sounds great. Yeah. And Tilk's like, yeah, that's a self-destruct mechanism. Mm-hmm. And Tilk tries walking through how to turn it off, but they're missing one big key crystal component and without mm. it it can't be turned off. Just kidding, we're gonna distract. The self part is gone. So Daniel tries to go, because assuming Eris has the crystal, tries to go get him as it continues to count down and as soon as Daniel walks out there's Eris, who's just like what the fuck guys, I gave you one chance. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> and Daniel tries firing the gun he's like, only I can fire it. You think I'm an idiot? And just takes it back. Jack points the Zat at Eris. He's like, you know, put the crystal back. You're not gonna blow up the ship while we're in it. And the mm. countdown continues, and it's all very tense. And Eris is like, you guys are an idiot. Yeah. This is the crystal. It's now activated. It was a bluff before. And also, the Zat gun does nothing to me except tickles a bit. Yeah. And it's like a little massage for it. <laughs> He's like, I just pretended to be knocked out to see you sweat a little. Yeah. Uh, and Jack shoots him again in the butt, I'm pretty sure. Harris <laughs> walks over to the... He's just... Well, just he's just, just angry at that yeah. point. He's like, just, just like, Mare. Yeah. Just, it's like girl. a middle finger yeah, 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 firing yeah, yeah. of the Zat gun. Yeah. I'm just gonna... Yeah. Just just for the heck of it. Yeah. I'm just gonna do it. Um, And he, Harris yeah, is a little disappointed. He's like, I offered you a good deal. I trusted you. And then, you know, Jack's like, well, your plan sucked monkey balls. Basically. So yeah. I fired you at a, with the exact gun. Yeah. In the um, butt. Deal with it. He's like, yeah. fine, this time we're all going to go get, we're all going to go together this time and you'll get some of your equipment back, just not right. your weapon parts. Um, it's back in the forest, the geared up team, uh, and Daniel tries getting all like moral high ground on him and Eris is like, no. He's like, do I look like a man with morals? Like, <laughs> exactly. He's like, why? Like, I am poor Daniel. I appreciate the effort. I really do. I appreciate his effort here. But it's like, you don't have the charisma. Like, no. I think you've like botched your role. You're you, not going to. You've rolled a one, dude. Yeah. You've rolled a one. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> uh, he's, and Daniel's like, have it ever occurred to you that, like, or sorry, Eris is like, have it ever occurred to you that someone outside of your solar system might see things not the same way that you do? Like, yeah. open your eyes, Daniel. Yeah, for someone who's so about perspectives and understanding things yeah. of that sort, he's like not very aware. Yeah. Um, so the we found out that Gould can't make Eris a host. Something about his race's physical makeup that rejects blending. Not really sure why. So mm-hmm. instead, they the Gould wiped out his entire people because of it. Um, you know, and so he basically you can impress the Gould. They'll keep you alive. They keep the young and strong as slaves. They kill everyone else. 
Um, but Eris is not going to run away, though, and try to hide because they killed his wife. His son is alive, a slave in one of Sokar's Nakoda mines. One day he hopes to bring in something with a price that's large enough to trade for both of their freedoms. Did anyone actually buy this while he was no, saying it? <laughs> no, no, not even a little bit. Well, no. no, I was like, did you just, like, take the best parts of all of our people's stories? Because yeah. he clearly knows Here's them. Here's the thing. Jack clearly didn't buy it. Yeah. Jack, uh, Daniel, I think, bought it. Well, Daniel's a little bit gullible. Yeah, I think the guys that have actually been through a little more. Yeah. Have been, and not that Daniel has any. He lost his parents at a very young age. Yes. But, uh, well, you know, I think like, it's not that Daniel's gullible. Daniel just assumes people, like, he just hopes for the best. He, and he, he absolutely does. He's a little he's bit He's just kind of a tortured soul. <laughs> and not. And Jack's just like, no. And, uh, and, and this I do kind of funny. It's clearly a little chilly out because you can see everyone's breath. Yeah, <laughs> I don't because even know that I caught that. Oh no, you can see everyone's breath. Aren't you supposed to? Isn't that where you're supposed to put an ice cube in your mouth? Because then the temperature in your mouth is the same as in the air, and so then there's no. But then they have to talk with the ice cubes in their mouths. I've just that's never the thing cared. I've heard. I've just always enjoyed being able to see my breath. Well, no, I meant like when they're uh, filming. Oh. That's like a thing that actors are supposed to do. Or you can just pretend that it's actually chilly there. There you go. Yes. Yeah. It's like a character thing. No, a one's in, no one is in shorts or a tank That's top a here. Fair. I don't need to yeah, believe that it's, it's 80 degrees planet. here. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So Jack gets to play with Eris' uh, heads-up display in his helmet, which is cool. Uh, Keltar also has a hand device and some other weapons that, like, fire. He's in a cave, and, like, the the other weapons sort of fire from all directions. And Eris hands Jack a Zach gun again, who tosses it to Teal'c. Um, they're going to go down and shoot Keltar. Mm. Great plan. Yeah, that's the thing. Eris will stay here and set up a shield trap. Sam's going to stay here as well. Because if the others don't return, Sam's going to Sokar. Right. Jack's like, not a cool plan, but I don't really have a choice. So he puts his cap on backwards and goes in the game It's basically mode. like, go get us what I need or I'm good. He's basically holding Sam hostage. Oh, he's blatantly holding yeah. Sam hostage. Yeah. Which is Sam. And then sense. we also find out later there's an alternative motive right. to taking Sam as the hostage right. specifically. Right. Uh, because Eris is not an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rest of the team takes up a spot to watch the entrance of the cave. Apparently, the weapon that Keltar has fires in all directions. We're just going to call him Tax. Okay. Because the name that Teal'c says, the actual name, I'm pretty sure, like, Christopher <laughs> Judge just made that up. He just, like, blurted something out yeah. once, and they're like, let's go with that one. I would like to know if that's the actual name in the script. How many times did he take to actually say that correctly? Because <laughs> yeah, where's my blooper That reel? looks just like a made-up blah, 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 name. Yeah, like he just had a loogie in there. Yeah. And, like, also had got tongue-tied all at the same time. What's um, happening? <laughs> so we're just going to stick with tax. And um, it's automatic uh, remote weapons. And they're also heat-seeking well, since yikes. he throws a rock and doesn't do anything. So Jack instead throws a flare, which works. They get to see where all the shots are coming from, and they zan them all out. Easy peasy. Um, Teal'c then throws a smoke grenade, and they wait for Keltar to come out. And he does smoking and hacking and, you know, As you gas lung-filled. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he fires at Teal'c with a hand device. Teal'c dodges it. Jack runs up to Keltar, who's, uh, is, you know, again, breathing issues, as you would from a smoke bomb to right. the face. Totally. 
Um, Keltar doesn't have the usual Gould voice, though. And his name is not Keltar, it's Korra. And he's not a Gould, he's a Tok'ra. Hey, look at all these lies we've been fed. Exactly. We've been fed lies our entire lives, except just this one episode. Except this one, yeah. <laughs> so back with Eris and Sam. Eris is scanning for the rest of the team by tracking the Nakwida and their weapons. He uses Gould technology against the Gould. Mm. Um, and Sam also thinks that, you know... The, the fact that his race, like, rejects symbiotes could be really valuable to Absolutely. all humans. Absolutely, yeah. I'm surprised this hasn't come up sooner. But I guess well, that makes sense. We had to slow down a little to, yeah. to get to this point. Um, and, you know, it could be the key to defeating the ghoul. Eris is not interested in any of this. <laughs> and Sam's like, you know, you don't have anything to trade to, like, test me. So I don't really care. Right. Sam's like, we could get your son back. Isn't that valuable enough? I was like, did you buy that story, Sam? Yeah. Sam, are you, are you, um, are you done right And now? Eris gets all dramatic with his water bottle, and he's like, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> he's squirting more blue go into it. Yeah. Um, so the rest of the team, you know, is sitting Cora down, starting to take him for his word. They're at least, you know, taking a step back and not shooting him immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, the situation is explained. Cora already knows everything, including who Sam is, who Sam's father is. If Sam was here, she would recognize him. Hence why Sam got right, left behind. Right, because Eris um, is no dummy. Nope. And Jack isn't completely sold. Um, he's like, you could just be a ghoul using the whole, I'm a Tok'ra, just not to get killed. Right. Um, and Cora's like, you know, I was a spy working in Sokar's ranks. Pretty sure I was found out, which is why I stole a cargo ship and was running away. Went to the closest non-Gould-controlled Stargate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Eris was already waiting for him here. Hence the weapons fire. Right. Uh, and Eris is like, Eris is not going to just trade me back to Sokar. No, no, yeah. All of us are going back to Sokar. Yeah. He, Jack's like, no shit. Sherlock. Right. We're, we're a little more aware than you think we are. But, you know, it's it's been kind of back and forth in this episode. It's like, how much are our guys going to believe out of this It's dude? like no one, even even as an audience, you're like, I don't really know who's telling the truth anymore. Yeah. I, I need, like, yeah. What's happening? Yeah. I don't know anymore. So back uh, at the Sam and Eris Roadshow, they're discussing the philosophical <laughs> differences between the Tok'ra and the Gould. Eris just laughs at the idea that, you know, someone could beat the Gould. And Sam's like, you you care. You, you know, just don't like to pretend that you care. Right. Eris is like, shut up. And you can see his hand shaking clearly has gotten to Eris a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, what do you keep putting in your water? Yeah. <laughs> Flavor. It's berry blast Kool-Aid. Yeah, I it's, can't stand my ring. It's crystal light. Crystal light. <laughs> Because, you know, it is the 90s. Was I the only one that would take, like, the crystal light lemonade and just, like, eat it straight? I tried, and I was like, oh, that's tart. And then I would try again. I think that's why I liked it. (laughs) It was very tart. What are the... It's like a lickamade? Yes, that's it. I I used to just lickamade the straight (laughs) crystal light powder. No, I think at some point, growing up as a type 1 diabetic, I got so sick of crystal light. Okay, yeah. That I was like, get it away. I'll just drink water, Mom. I promise. (laughs) Just get it away from me. Well, see, I I just like my lemonade with really low sugar naturally. I just want... Is tart like I want to just drink a lemon? I think for me it just tasted so artificial. Well, I'm not saying it tasted natural. <laughs> I think that's the only reason I got sick of it. I'm all for a lemony lemon and things. Yes, yeah. but you know, you're talking to the girl who eats lemons like they're oranges. Yeah. <laughs> I'm close to it, very yeah. close to that. So back at the cave of uncertainty, Cora tells him that Eris never had a wife and son. Mm-hmm. Duh. 
Yeah. Uh, he does what he does because his race, while they can't be hosts, yes, are actually addicted to a drug called Roshna. It's given in their water. It's that blue food coloring. Yeah, he said, uh, this is the part where he says they're addicted to the blue stuff. Yeah. And I immediately went, oh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That's my comparison. See, <laughs> my, so he did say after generations, his race can't live without the Roshna. Oh. Uh, and the ghoul are the ones that control the Roshna, hence why they're subservient to them. And I went, it's like Ketrasol White and the Gem Hadar and Deep Space Nine. Hey, these are all things I don't know. I know. But I'm for it. Yes. <laughs> um... The the gem hard were like the soldiers, but uh, okay, and and they they had like uh, this chemical or whatever. It's ketracel white, and they like n- literally needed it to live, nice. and they would the the uh, they would get it rationed. Well, I guess that makes sense. That's how you make soldiers. Exactly. But uh, I love that your brain goes Star Trek and mine goes Breaking Bad. Yep. Just kind of shows That's who we are. how it goes. <laughs> um, so Jack's not believing Cora just yet, but he's getting that choiceless feeling all over again. Yeah. He's gotten multiple times this episode. Yeah, this sucks. Jack's got no control over no. things in this one. They at least agree they have to get Sam back. Yeah. So there's one thing to go for. Yeah. Cora tells him that he will not get turned over to Sokar because he has waves of getting information out of him and it's information that will kill many Toker operatives. It's not going to happen. Jack gets that part. Mm-hmm. So, as they leave, Cora tells the team about how Eris can track their weapons. Uh, that's, you know, the, the Naquin and the weapons. So mm-hmm. They all leave them behind. Which Eris quickly notices because yeah. the weapons well, again, aren't moving. He's a little smarter than yeah. we give him credit for. Uh, so he hits Sam with an energy beam and knocks her out cold. Great. Yeah. Just straight cold hearted. I know. Just like, nope. She drops. Yeah. So the team sneaks up. Jack realizes that the unconscious Sam is a trap. Yeah. Jack is neither an idiot either. Right. Uh, and Teal'c's like, yeah, I can take Eris. Just let me out of him. Give me can take him. Get it's mine now. So Jack sneaks up on Sam while the others hide back and wakes her up. And as he does, Eris rises in the cargo ship from the you know side of the cliff, as in actual pilot episode of Firefly style. Uh, wow. Yep. That's a good reach. It is. That's, that's where I went. Um, and he's wagging his finger at Jack. Yeah, like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Also, um, for a non-human, he picks up on the human gestures yeah. and, and things pretty easily. Yeah. So, quietly, Daniel, Teal'c, and Cora sneak off because they haven't been seen yet. Right. Which doesn't last long. No. On the cargo ship, Sam is passed out again. Jack is like trying to like fan her to wake her up <laughs> and then just gets annoyed and just shakes her yeah. face. Good. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's tough. She can handle it. Exactly. Get up, Sam. Yeah. Uh, and he fills her in. Cora, you can, you know, like, Cora rings a bell in her head and most likely she'd be able to recognize him, hence why she had to stay behind. Right. Just then the door opens and Yep, way to play hard to get, boys. <laughs> Whole gang's here now. Ta-da, everybody's here. Look how easy we made this for you. I know. Take us all to Sultan. I was like, you might as well not have had them sneaking away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Eris has once he wants in Korra, and mm-hmm. so SG-1's free to go. Lies. He gave lies, I work. tell you. All the lies. Um, Sam is sure that there's another way, um, and he, she's like, look, a lot of Toker are going to die if you give over Korra. Mm-hmm. Eris is like, too late. I've already told Sokar. Mother ship's on his way. Deal is done. Um, Korra's like, I'm not going to betray the lives of other Togra. And as he's saying this, Eren just hits him with the same beam. Yeah, geez. And knocks him out. Well, how does he still have access to all these things? Why haven't we disarmed this man? 
<laughs> reasons. Yeah. Reasons. That's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cora had this poison tooth that he was about to bite down on and commit suicide. Oh, wow. Because yeah. he wasn't going to be taken. And Eris is like, that's very good, very ungold like. And we're like, because he's not he's a ghoul. Tokra. Duh. Tokra. Not Remember a ghoul. that time we told you a thing? And then Teal'c offers himself in trade to give Sokar to let Korra go, um, which Jack clearly isn't having anything right. about. And even Eris is hesitant about that one. They're like, whoa, whoa. Over the top, buddy. There's a couple steps before you just give your life yeah. up, Teal'c. Yeah. You don't go full... But it's the only way that they can, you know, save the Tok'ra. Eris, you know, tosses uh, the missing, you know, piece of the DHD over to Sam. And Jack promises that they're going to find Teal'c. So beautiful. Yes. Eris is starting to tear up. Seriously, yeah. guys. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. So um, the cloak on the ship comes down as everyone He's minus so Teal'c. bitter. I know. He's just so bitter. I love it. <laughs> uh, everyone minus Teal'c heads back to the gate. They're helping. Uh, they're helping Korra out. Inside, Teal'c has his own little personal shield around him so he can't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene here where, like, the the, the ship is shaking and Teal'c sort of shaking along in the chair. And I just love the fact that Christopher Judge is just shimmying there. To, like, yeah. I just want to see the, unsh- the, the unshook frame of just, like, just, shaking in the seat. Yeah, he's just shimmying for the hell of it. Like, yeah. he's just dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I for it. I love it. Okay, yeah. It's one of now, my favorite Chris Judge dancing. Let's look that up next. Okay. <laughs> so, um, on the ground, Cora wakes up and they tell him that Teal took his place. On the ship, Eris admits that, you know, he never really knew that the Tok'ra were different. He just mm-hmm. assumed that Gould were Gould. Uh, and Eris doesn't think the Tok'ra and the humans have any chance in overthrowing the Gould. Mm. Teal'c's like, yeah, I, I do. And either way, he, I'd rather serve with those willing to die trying. I love this. Yeah, I love this scene because... It's pretty truthful. I think that Teal'c has hope, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I think realistic Teal'c thinks these guys aren't going to make it no. either. So no. they're they're pretty much, they're very similar positions, except Teal'c somehow is still holding on to hope. Yeah. Whereas Eris just sees the reality. He's like, listen, there's not enough of them. It's not going to happen. They've been running the galaxy they're for thousands done. of years. Yeah, you're, you're done. Uh, I like Teal'c's a little bit of hope, but even so, he's still able to use enough... Uh, you know, rational thinking. He, yeah, like, he's still realistic. Look, even if this doesn't happen, yeah. I'm going to fight to the death. Yeah, I'm exactly. Fight to the yeah, death because part. morals, like, yeah. I have that thing. Yeah. Um, and Eris admits that he doesn't want to do this because he hates the ghoul as much as Steel does. Um, and as the rest of the team is still walking towards the gate, we see the cargo ship explode in the sky. Yep. And quickly, two escape pods streaking away from it. Thank goodness yes. that uh, Cora, Cora, yes. Cora um, tells us that they're escape pods. <laughs> so that everybody watching understands, hey, yes. look, they're gone now. Go chase those things. Yeah. So they race the pods and they find Eris and Teal climbing out of them. Eris lets Sokar's ship know that they're having technical difficulties after he accidentally removed the crystal from the ship's self-destruct. <laughs> uh, and Cora, Cora said he's going to have to find a way to pay tribute to Teal for what he's done. I, I like no the idea of this... Um, like a giant statue of Teal, <laughs> just made out of shimmery gold stuff. Yes, that's like with a hopeful look up into the sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. that has very to dramatic. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like the like the uh, if anyone's seen uh, Avatar or Legend of Korra in Legend of Korra, they build a statue to Aang, who was the first Avatar. I haven't seen. That's that all yet. I'm done. Okay, I haven't. It's on my list of things to watch. Guys. It's so great. Okay, um, but you know. What, what about what about Eris? Does, yeah. does he get a thank you? No. Go fuck yourself. And Sam's like, what, for doing the right thing for a change? No. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, and, for not. And Eris yeah. is like, you know what? I'll take that, though. I'll take 
But yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I feel like he's just like, oh, you're welcome. I did good things. Uh, he's going to spin that story oh, so yeah. many times. Like He's, he's going like, to try to get the ladies with that one. Yep, yep. It's going to be like, and then I saved all of Earth. <laughs> it's like, but you didn't. She doesn't know that, though. And that's true. That, None of that woman that he's, that he's giving money to does that's not know true. that. That's very true. <laughs> uh, Sokar's going to be angry, but hopefully Eris will be, you know, he's just going to assume that Eris is dead while he Eris is actually running far, far away. Right. He'll trade some other ghoul to get the rush now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does let Daniel know that the price on Daniel's head is actually much larger than day's ration. <laughs> he figured out the Stargate. The ghoul definitely want him dead. And that doesn't, yeah. doesn't make Daniel feel better. But you know what? It's good that Daniel heard it because I think Daniel thought it would make him it feel better. It helps his self-esteem a little bit. I, yeah, and he was like, oh no, I still feel crap. Yeah. <laughs> People still want me dead. Yeah, dang it. It just means they want me dead more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sad, um, Daniel. And as they go, Eris tosses Sam one of the Russian vials. Hopefully that she can figure out a way for his people to free the Gould. Mm-hmm. And everyone ends peacefully and survives. The end. Next up is a, a very friendly episode called Demons. Oh, hey, I like demons. Yeah, not really. That's, it's, it's a super <laughs> upbeat episode title. Say, huh? Is this the supernatural episode? <laughs> <laughs> Do we yes. see Sam and Dean? <gasps> the the theme crap, song changes to... Carry on my wayward song. Because that's essentially the supernatural theme song. That's the supernatural theme song. Yeah. Done and done. Just the one that they don't play except for once a year. It's not officially, but it's It's the greatest thing. Yeah. Um, You know, I I dig this episode. It's fun. It's Flash Gordon. It is Flash Gordon. It's just kind of a, you're right. It's a one-off. It could come. It could go. They could have put it anywhere in the season. Basically. And it would be just as fun. Um, does it go on your list? I don't know if it does. I'll admit, it's a fun episode. It doesn't go on my list. I feel like only because I've got Seth on here and I yeah. like it better than Seth. Okay. And I Legacy? Think it, yeah, I think it takes fifth. Okay. I think it takes fifth place. So Seth and Legacy are going off your list. They're gone. And it's now Dead Man Switch. Yeah, and only because it's Flash Gordon. <laughs> There's something about the camp. Ah. <laughs> something about the camp, and now I'm thinking of Freddie Mercury, and now I'm thinking yeah. of Queen, and now I'm gonna go home and find some. It's queen like it's like a to. Queen meets a weird, much more talkative Boba Fett. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then and, and you know it's weird because they're not all related, but then in no way are they related. Somehow, then the next thing that comes to mind now, I want to watch uh, Rocky Horror. Okay. Just like I'm yeah. just going down this weird line of '70s camp. Yep. And it's happening, guys. It's This is life now. Yep. If you recommend any others, I'll watch them. <laughs> well, Flesh Garden was 80. It was at the 80s? It was, I, it it was feels, 1980. Okay. It yeah. feels like that same 70s vibe. Well, it's because yeah, we yeah, hadn't yeah. actually gone into the 80s you're yet. You're right. Like, you're right. we're still on the downward 70s Like, it coaster. wasn't John Hughes and it wasn't, yeah. uh, what do you call it, Wall Street. It wasn't, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We weren't there. I hear you. But uh, I dig it. I'm for it. Um, I enjoyed this episode, but you're absolutely right. It's just a one-off. It's it's. It's a one-off. It's a fun ride of a runoff filled with snark. And what a great and... guest star. Oh, like, my gosh, What gosh, a great yeah. guest star. I really liked... Uh, Sam J. Jones, man. I liked him, uh, and I liked the character. I liked the character against Jack. The character is great because he's essential. It's like Jack with a different life choice. Yes, and a little <laughs> bit of Tulk in there. Yeah. You know, it's funny because at some point, Daniel tries to convince him about doing the right thing. That's not the way you're going to sell it no. to him. But seeing Tulk do yeah, this right exactly. thing. Because Tulk's been through a lot of the same stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's the other side. It's the darkest timeline. Yeah, it's, it's like what would happen timeline. if our guys hadn't done the right thing? If there was no moral values attached to our dudes. And you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to completely not buy his backstory. Like 
they may have not killed his wife, but there's a chance that, you know, some last that he was quite fond for. There's some sort of got, pain there. Oh, yeah, there's there's something. May not be necessarily wife and son, but yeah. there's something with, you know. There's some sort of pain there, and he is kind of just trying to keep himself Maybe alive. Maybe they killed his paramour. Yeah. Oh, sad. Aww. All right. Okay. Um, well, thanks, guys, for listening. Let's, leave, let's not leave it on the sad note. I like ice cream. So Ice the, cream is fun. And then next week, we'll deal with demons. Demons. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be good stuff. Um, actually, next week, we but may say, have a tangent cast. Next week, we're not cast. dealing with demons. Next week, may be a tangent cast. Uh, that's actually, that's what we're doing yeah, next week. It's actually a tangent so cast. So stay tuned for our tangent cast and then some demons. Maybe yes. we can talk about demons in the tangent cast, but it won't be the same kind of demons. No, but there will be probably demons. <laughs> there will be demons. There will be dungeons. There, there will be, be dragons. Yes. There will be a fun other things. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to stop meandering. All right. Uh, you can find us on the Twitters at Terra Podcast. You can also email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at there's no place like Terra. Um, like us, uh, rate, rate us, review us, us, review us all the awesome. fun things. We love Bye, you. Bye, guys.